0: I'm so happy we're in a time where the tide is turning. We are starting to celebrate self-care and not putting people down just for taking care of self. It's not selfish, but mandatory in order for us to take great care of ourselves, so we can then take great care of others. This is so important, especially for those who are caregivers and serving others in some capacity. We are getting into why self-care is important and how to make it a part of your everyday routine. For so long, we had it backwards. We thought we should take care of everyone else and then ourselves. When in fact, we should have been taking a page out of the airlines book (laughs) and put our mask on first before putting on everyone else's. I mean, it only makes sense, right? The better care you take of yourself, the better you can care for others. This is the idea we should be applying to our lives and not just if a plane is going down. In the midst of doing all the things, you can do all things and chase your dreams. Stay encouraged as we go on this journey called life, tackling everything that comes our way while we shine our light despite any circumstances we face. No more downplaying or dimming your light because through the good, the bad, and everything in between, together we can encourage over everything. Hey, my friend. I'm talking to anyone who is a parent, caregiver, clerk, or somewhere, somehow serving others in any type of capacity. For me, being a single mom and a leader means I have to be everyone's everything, or at least that's the way that it feels most of the time. I'm the chef, the maid, the counselor, the mentor, doctor, stylist, chauffeur slash Uber driver, private shopper mediator, attitude adjuster, psychologist. I'm Ayala Van Zant on some days. Sometimes I got to be Tony Robbins, Oprah, or Dr. Phil, you name it. <laughs> At any given point in time, I'm expected to be everyone's everything, expected to have all the answers, solutions, on tap. And did I mention mind reader? <laughs> Needless to say, when a need arises, I'm expected to fill it. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. (laughs) Fortunate or unfortunately, we are so good at it for really long periods of time that when we need to just be human and not superhuman, we are pummeled by these unrealistic expectations. Granted, some of these expectations are from others, but we also put them on ourselves when the truth is, I am not everyone's everything and neither are you. We are human. It's God's job to be somebody's everything. Our job is to be the best that we can and do the best that we can with what we have. So go ahead and breathe that sigh of relief. In our humanness, we do great at fulfilling these roles to the best of our ability. The problem is when we will do so much more for others than we will do for ourselves. And because of it, we often end up not even on our own schedule. We're so busy making everyone else's world go round that there's little to nothing left for ourselves. Then you wonder... Why you feel so run down or out of touch with yourself, wondering why no one appreciates the fact that you are literally sacrificing yourself for their well-being. You know, pre-pandemic, I was going for a massage once a month. My daughter would even ask me, when was my next massage schedule? Because she was so used to me going to get one every month. She didn't realize that she had really become like my own little accountability partner. (laughs) <laughs> it really reminded me of how important this example is that I was setting for her, that one day she'd have her own family. And my hope is, is, that she will carve out time for herself, too. You see, I'm from the old school that work your finger to the bone until you burn out and God makes you sit down type of hustle. I'd be like, let me work until I'm about to pass out or wait until I was sick to actually take time off. I'd save all my vacation until the summer or at the end of the year and not really taking as many breaks as needed in the meantime. It wasn't until I learned from Brendan Burchard and Jenna Kutcher how to make self-care a way of life. Yes. Having self-care treats like those monthly massages to look forward to are awesome. But Jenna Kutcher really helped me to see I don't have to delay my self-care. It's like I was setting myself up to where I had to earn the massage because I worked so hard all month and then the massage was my reward. I don't have to delay my own self-gratification. That coupled up with Brendan Burchard's approach to taking pit stops throughout the day to stay energized really, really made a difference for me. He does release exercises that help to let go of tension, anxiety, and stress. He'll grab a drink of water and then sets intention for what that next hour or what that next task will be. So just like a pit crew that swaps out tires and gases up the car and does the quick tune-up to this and that, we have to do the same. Not only will you be more productive and able to go longer throughout the day, you can do so feeling energized, clear-minded, and equipped to handle anything that comes at you for the day. For example, my Apple Watch goes off every 50 minutes with a reminder to stand. I take it as an opportunity to stand, release, and then I can go back at it. Honestly, I still find myself in some moments where I'm tempted to skip it, especially if I'm in flow, I'm at the computer, and I'm like, let me just finish this. But yo, it's a trap. Because I can one more thing myself for hours, honey. (laughs) Instead, I remind myself those are the very moments I needed the most. It's just a mindset. Ignoring the call to stand was me saying I'm not worth one minute. I could easily give 59 minutes to doing something for the kids or work but I couldn't give myself one minute. Even Avant said he only got four minutes, <laughs> but somehow I couldn't even give myself one. <laughs> All my R&B Avant fans, I know you feel me. <laughs> I love a good song reference. Anywho, don't ignore an opportunity to grant yourself some grace when in that moment it may look like one minute or five. Self-care became so important to me because I take great care of my peeps and I deserve that same level of care. I had to learn to embrace taking care of me in order to also take care of others. So let's embrace it together. Need more help incorporating self-care into your world on the regular? I got you! (laughs) Join the email list and I'll send you all the deets in the Encouragers Inside Guide to Self-Care. Get my easy DIY tips for simple ways to make self-care a part of your daily routine, plus some bonus goodies. If you've been on the back burner for way too long or super duper busy and feel like there is no time for you, this is for you. You can join the email list right on the blog or at theshow.encourageovereverything.com backslash self-care freebie. No more waiting weeks or months on ends for those self-care treatments. Let's make self-care a part of your daily routine today. You are worthy. You deserve it, my friend. For so long, we had it backwards. We thought we should take care of everyone else and then ourselves, when in fact, We should have been taking a page out of the airlines book and put on our mask first before putting on everyone else's. So why is self-care important to you? Have you put yourself on the back burner for too long? Are you still operating under that old belief system that you had to hustle yourself to sickness or ride on down to the brake pads in order for you to earn time to take care of yourself? Do you have a daughter looking at you and learning how a woman takes care of her family? Do you have a son looking at you, learning how a woman takes care of her family and how he can support the women in his life? Define why at this point in your life, self-care is important to you because understanding your why will help you remain committed to your self-care when you want to ignore it and keep on working or doing things for the kids. Now, I love, love, love me some self-care, so let me share with you how I incorporate it into my daily routine. One thing I don't hear much about with self-care that I think gets missed is capacity. It's so important to recognize your capacity and communicate it to others. There are certain seasons in life when you have more capacity than at other times and you need to reevaluate your capacity. Sometimes you might need to do that every day. I mean, if you really going through it, you might need to reevaluate every hour on the hour or just on a frequency throughout your day. Check in and be honest with yourself and grant yourself some grace. I have to keep saying it over and over again because we are so hard on ourselves sometimes. When really what we need is just some compassion. A little grace goes a long way. So really think about, are you human or superhuman today? Can you take on the world or not so much today? When you know what capacity you have to take things on, you can do so accordingly. We set ourselves up for failure when we try and take on so much more than what we have the capacity to actually take on. You know, Simone Biles set such a beautiful tone when she took a pause to honor her mental health. If you are not familiar with her, she's an artist gymnast with 32 Olympic and world champion gold medals combined. And during the height of competition, she said, Let me take a pause for the cause. And in this case, and in this case, the cause is me. (laughs) Now, those were not her words, but that's the gist of essentially what happened. So the point is, how can you do that in your own life? Sure, there are going to be some things that you cannot put on pause. I get it. But there are plenty of things that you can so this may look like just purely getting back to the basics you get to design what that looks like for you and once you do that communicate with your peeps don't just be like mama's on a strike deal with it drop the mic (laughs) you've got to let your people know what's going on with you where are you at during this time what you no longer have capacity to support take on or do, and then share what you have in mind for what's next. You might be pleasantly surprised at how much support you get from your people. They may even offer to help you in more ways. But if you find yourself being met with some resistance, talk through some other options or ideas. There may be some sort of a transition plan that you need to put into play. You know, when you allow people to be a part of whatever is going on, they feel like they have more ownership into the goal and it's more about all of your needs and not just yours. Now, I get it, there are gonna be those times when it's like, look, we ain't got time for no group approach, this is what it is, so listen to the concerns, but you also have to take a look at, maybe later on down the road, it'll be a good idea to address those concerns or incorporate them at some other point. I get it, sometimes we just gotta do what we gotta do. It just bees like that sometimes. (laughs) So know your capacity and operate from there and communicate with your people. Come up with a plan or or even work together on a plan. But knowing your capacity, what you can do, and working it out with your people That is so key. For me, self-care looks like starting your day on your terms, not on everybody else's terms, not on everybody else's agendas or list of demands. Even before you start scanning through notifications, perusing through emails, mindlessly scrolling through all the socials, all that comes way after the morning routine. So I go into depth about my morning routine in episode eight. It's five habits to transform your morning routine. If you haven't given it a listen, definitely check it out. There's lots of good stuff in there. But the gist of it is my morning routine is a must and I do not skip it. It's even longer on the weekends. So the breakdown of my routine is gratitude as soon as I open my eyes, meditation, setting intention for the day, that includes reviewing my schedule and doing some journaling, and I also make sure I have space in my day to move my body and I have planned to feed my body, and we'll talk about these in a little bit more detail now. Starting the day with gratitude, oh my gosh, hand to heart right now. When you open your eyes to gratitude by waking up every morning, just with a heart of appreciation for another day of life, to me is one of the most beautiful ways to start a day. When I wake up every morning, the first thing I do is thank God for another day. You know, whether you are spiritual or religious, All of them are beautiful. And connecting to your source, your creator, is such an amazing way to start the day. It's where I find my most grounding. Immediately, I'm aware that someone somewhere didn't wake up today. And yet, I have the privilege to do so. I'm here for my children another day. My babies get to have their mom another day. That reverence for life humbles me every single day because I've experienced loss of loved ones. So as soon as I open my eyes, I say, thank you, Lord. I'm grateful to be able to stumble through my home, turn on lights and go to the restroom that's fully stocked with everything that I need and more. I even love to brush my teeth And think of all the things that I'm grateful for. However you decide to spend those first few precious moments of opening your eyes, honor the connection you get to have to your creator and also to yourself. You know, some people like to start their day with prayer or silent or guided meditation. All of it, I'm a fan. I love to do a combination of all the above because it really sets my tone for the day. I do not like operating from a place of chaos. So this really lays the foundation for the type of day I'm going to have. It's more grounding and more connecting. There are so many great benefits to meditating, but some of my favorites are increasing self-awareness, focusing on the present, patience, and tolerance. Woo child, now you know. (laughs) These nerves be needing all of that and then some. (laughs) All jokes set aside, it really has helped me to build skills to better manage stress, which then improve my reactions and responses to less desirable situations. So even if you are just looking for something to help regulate your mood, and gain new perspectives on stressful situations and not find yourself constantly apologizing for your reactions, you definitely wanna give meditation a try. There are so many incredible benefits, especially in combating anxiety and so much more. It's worth exploring if it's not already a staple in your self-care. Next up, setting intention for the day is so key. I actually journal morning and night. I've shared before, I actually use Brendan Burchard's Growth Day app. There is a morning mindset prompt in there that really helps me to set my intentions for the day. And the more I started to do this, the more my days ended up going more in the direction of the way that I wanted. It really allows me to prepare for the worst, although the worst rarely ever happens if it was to happen, I'm prepared with the response that I can be proud of. And it also really helps me to define how I intend to accomplish things within the day, which in turn becomes my wins for the day, because now I actually know how I want to show up for the day. So what kind of day do you want to have? How do you want to show up for this day? so that you can be proud of yourself at the end of it. What are you looking forward to today? And what are you not looking forward to today? And how would you handle that if it pops up? What wins are you celebrating at the end of the day? Who needs you at your best today? Is that person you? I know on some days, I am the one who needs me to show up strong. Wayne Dyer, who I absolutely adore, he's one of the most prolific thought leaders ever. He taught all about the power of intention. It's our ability to set our thoughts now on the future we actually want to have. It's one of our most powerful abilities. You have to know, you are the co-creator of your life. Your intention, is based on what you choose to create so make it something really really good I also look at my schedule for the day every Sunday I review and plan out my week but every single day I look at my schedule and I get prepared for it I make any adjustments that I need to and I know what areas I need to put a little bit more positive intentions around and where I am on my schedule within the duties of the day. So setting your intention for the day is key. You have a lot more power than you recognize. For additional support with these topics and to work with me one on one, get your free strategy session by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Take a screenshot and DM me on Instagram at encourage over everything. Let's design a plan to eliminate the overwhelm, maximize your action and support you as you chase your dreams while doing all the things. I also make sure there's some sort of movement planned for my day. On the days that I'm not working out, I gotta have me some Tai Chi or yoga going on. These bones need some movement every day, honey. (laughs) That everyday movement is what keeps me feeling really good so that I'm not feeling all the aches and the pains. And when I feel better, I do better throughout the day. I do a quick check just to make sure exercise or body movement is somewhere within my schedule for that day. Body movement. We got to move, yo. (laughs) That old saying, move it or lose it, is straight facts. If there is one thing we learned over the last couple of years, it is health is wealth you have one body your whole life so take care of it as best you can it is never too late to get your health into a better state get with your doctor or physician for what's best for you obviously and you know you can do a lot of things in the meantime plan some sort of movement for the day on the days when I'm not working out, I got to have me some Tai Chi or yoga going on because these bones need some movement. <laughs> it's that everyday movement that keeps me from feeling all the aches and pains, all the ooches, ouches, and eaches. <laughs> and when I feel better, I do better throughout the day. So give your schedule a quick check just to make sure that you have either exercise or or body movement somewhere on your agenda for the day. And fueling your body, just as important as moving it. You know, it can be really easy to work through meals or wait so long to eat and then just end up eating whatever. Speaking from experience here, because I used to be notorious with doing that. But I have learned to do so much better now that I make sure that I actually eat breakfast and lunch by certain times in the day, just to make sure that I'm not skipping meals. This way, I don't end up with the shakes or just feeling totally depleted. And even having a good idea of what I'm gonna have for lunch, just again, it prompts me to make better food choices so that I'm picking foods that love me just as much as I love them and avoiding the foods that I have a love-hate relationship with. (laughs) You know, the ones that I love and they hate me back. (laughs) You know how that is. (laughs) I'm not perfect, but I do my best to eat foods that are going to fuel my body and not make me feel like I need a nap or just straight up gross afterwards. Besides the goal is to show up as my best, not only for myself, but for my peeps. And if I'm sleepy or just feeling like crap, I am definitely not achieving that goal. So just a quick tip. If you are trying to switch things up and go for some healthier options, Try swapping out a few things at a time, like pick three things, a couple of easy ones, one hard one, like pick your worst food that you're eating right now, and try and swap those three out for healthier options. This can often help you just gain that momentum. You know, there are a couple of things that you have on your list. They're easy to swap out. It doesn't seem like it's such a big deal. Like you're like, oh, no problem. I can eat this instead of that. And it also helps to make that harder thing a little bit easier. So build up that momentum, build up your confidence, and then just see you know how the results work from that. But of course, don't be afraid to talk to your doctor, nutritionist, or even utilize the wellness options that are offered within your medical insurance plan. We have access to so many things. So check into your resources, and really make health a priority and give these a try. What is currently a part of your self-care routine? What can you do that's just for you on the daily to take great care of yourself? And then what can you do on a weekly or monthly basis? Is it a facial, a mani, or pedi? You know, whether you decide to go out for a treatment or do an at-home spa, Try different things out, see what you like, see what you love, throw some things into the rotation. What's important is that you show up on your calendar because you are an important part of your own agenda. As caretakers performing service at so many different levels, you deserve the same level of care that you provide to your family, your friends, and all those you serve. You are worthy of taking your own needs into consideration. And don't forget to honor your capacity. One of my mentors used to tell me, all you can do is all you can do. You can't do any more than all you can do. All you can do is enough. So if you have capacity to help in major ways, fantastic. Or if you have capacity to help in minor ways, fantastic honor where you are and communicate with your peeps. It's okay to level set expectations or even define new ones, especially when you find yourself in a season that you need to show up in a new or different way. We are all learning self-care isn't selfish, but more of a requirement to nurture and honor ourselves first, to put ourselves in a better position, to not only be the best for ourselves, but others too. You know, no one will take care of you like you will. Give yourself some credit. You know a lot more of what you need than you recognize. So let's make self-care the norm because you deserve to be at the top of your own list. Well, my friend, this episode has been so much fun. I hope you loved it and took away some good things. More than anything, I just want to share some ideas to really get you to thinking. You don't have to do everything exactly as I outline it, but take what resonates with you and really critique it and, you know, make it your own. Make self-care a priority in your life because you are a priority in your life. Encourage over your self-care because together we can encourage over everything. Thanks for tuning in. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please take a moment to leave a review. All you have to do is rate by lighting me up with some stars. (laughs) and leave a few words if you share this episode let me thank you in advance for sharing positive messages because we all know some peeps in our lives who could use an extra dose of encouragement and i'm throwing virtual confetti right now to celebrate you for finishing this episode i don't know about you but i'm not ready for this to end So if you want more, check out theshow.encourageovereverything.com for literally all things Encourage Over Everything. Stay connected and join the email list. Get that VIP treatment by being the first to know all the happenings and get encouragement sent right to your inbox. Theshow.encourageovereverything.com has everything that you're looking for from show notes and all of the info on today's sponsors. And if you are looking to connect with other fellow encouragers, be sure to join my exclusive community (laughs) at the Encourage Over Everything Facebook group. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Remember, there isn't anything that we can't get through because together we can encourage over everything.